Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Jesus said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. This is the gospel of our Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus is risen. Let not your hearts be troubled. Let not your hearts be troubled. easy to hear, but how do we do it? How do we let our hearts not be troubled? Jesus, right now, my heart is grieved. No matter how lovely, beautiful, wonderful life can be, my loved ones die. Yet Jesus will never stop commanding you, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. Trust Jesus. Why trust Jesus? He says he's gone before us. He's like a good older brother. He's gone before us and did it before us so that we can watch his example 
and not be afraid, not let our hearts be troubled as we go into it. He goes before us into suffering, into even death, to a location, to his father's house, and his father's house has many rooms. He's gone to the place we call heaven or paradise to prepare a place for you. Because Jesus has gone there, I want to go there. If it's good enough for Jesus, maybe it's good enough for me. Because Jesus says it is a good place, I believe it's a good place that I want to go. Why trust him? Because he went to prepare a place for you and came back. He came back for you. He rose from the dead. He didn't stay in his father's house. He didn't stay in death. He came back for you. Death no longer has the final word. Death no longer has ultimate power over you or the fear of death. You know where you'll go. Why? Jesus went before you, and he's prepared a place for you. Because Jesus rose from the dead and lives eternally, I can joyfully have faith. I can trust Jesus that that room in paradise is for me, that I want to be there, that I want to be there with him. Hallelujah. Jesus is risen. Something that's blessed and wonderful is we aren't up there by, himself, by ourselves. No. Jesus says, in my Father's house, there are many rooms. Many rooms for many sheep, many souls at rest in him. Jesus says, I will come again and I'll take you to myself. That where I am, you may be also. Jesus will come again and take you to where he is. But not just you, all who believe, all believe, all who believe on Jesus Christ, his name, his death, his resurrection. Hallelujah. But Thomas speaks up. Jesus, we don't know where you're going. <clears throat> How can we know? So Jesus patiently responds. How will you know? How will you know the way? Well, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. Jesus is the door to the sheep's pen. The sheep can only get into the safety of the Good Shepherd's protection through him. His sheep also pass through him to go out into the world. Pass through him to go into the church where he feeds them green grass, where he washes them in still waters. And so, let not your hearts be troubled. Trust in him. 
Have faith in him. Rest in him. Find peace and joy in him. Know that though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no evil. Know that what he says is, no one knows the day or hour that he will return or come to take you home. And so Jesus reminds us constantly, keep watch. Keep watch. Be watchful. Be vigilant. Watch for my return. Ultimately, be prepared. Read Jesus' words. Trust their promises as we prayed for today in the collect. They're for you. He has gone before you to prepare a place for you. Something that I have learned once again in the past week is it is super important that you, no matter who you are, how old you are, or whatever, that you find a time to meet with me. Meet with me one-on-one with your husband, with your wife. We'll just take an hour, and we will joyfully discuss your end-of-life desires. We can discuss what you would like your funeral service to look like, the hymns, the Bible readings. We can make note that you would like a Christian funeral service, that you would like a Christian pastor to do your service. None of these things we can take for granted anymore if they are not expressly desired by you in written form. This application of this sermon does seem pretty grim or dark right now, but it's an important reality that can lead to honest conversation and a joyous end when the time comes. You will find peace in this process. There will be no more worrying about or thinking about loose ends. If we can plan your desires now, there won't be fights amongst family. There won't be a mad scramble at church. Let's aim together for a blessed, God-honoring end. Back from the aside to the world of the scriptures that we inhabit. After Jesus died and rose again, when he went to his father's house and came back, Thomas demanded of Jesus, unless I see the places in his hands, the places in his side and in his feet, I will never believe. Thomas, who also asked a question, made demands in our reading today, was really confused about Jesus' promise for a place in his father's house. And so Jesus appeared bodily to Thomas and to his apostles and pleaded, Look, Thomas, look at the places that I have prepared for you in my hands and my feet. 
by these places, by these wounds, you are healed. Pain, sin, death is defeated. There is a place for you here. Jesus has a place for you at this church. There is a place for you in his kingdom, both here and now and in the world to come. Each week before we commune, we sing, Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven. We commune each week with Christ Jesus and with all who have lived and all who now live in the faith. We commune today even with our dear brother in Christ, Joe. Today, after communion, we will sing, Lord, now let your servant depart in heavenly peace. These were the words of Simeon, his final words in the temple when he held Jesus Christ as a baby. He had received his promised Savior. He had received his salvation. He was ready to go. It brings me great comfort to sing these words because what it means is no matter what happens to me after church, it comes right after the joy of receiving Christ's body and blood for the forgiveness of my sins. My conscience is at rest. I can depart in peace according to his word. I have known the blessing of singing these words with three separate individuals from this church as their last words shared with me. Know this, death is not natural. It is not a part of the circle of life. Death is evil. Death is the result of sin that separates us from God, that separates us from his will for your lives, which is to live eternally with him, in communion with him. But take heart. Jesus has defeated death. And he has done so, ironically, by dying. And then rising again. Death could not contain him. Death no longer has dominion over him. And because you are joined with him in the communion of your baptism, because you are joined with him in faith in his word, when you are joined with him at this rail, you are joined to that dominion, that defeat of death. Jesus promises, whoever believes in me, though he dies, yet shall he live. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Hear these promises from Jesus. All together, all summed up. Your sins are forgiven. You are a part of his body. His body is not dead. It is alive and will live eternally. Jesus has defeated death and the sin that once separated you from him. Let your hearts not be troubled. Trust Jesus. Trust his word. The world will try to convince you to trust in anything else. 
anything else, to trust in money, ideas, people, politicians, technology, medicine, all these things can be good, but they'll fail you. Trust Jesus. He's your older brother. He's gone ahead of you to make a place for you. He's the way to paradise. He's the truth in a world that often lies to you. He is eternal life. He will raise you up on the last day. He has gone to to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, he would have told you. So trust him. For Jesus' sake, amen.